welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome, everyone. Hold on. It's like the dog waited until I started recording to want to open that door to go through it. Go. (laughs) And I had to let him through or else he'll bark. Um, So, it's kind of ironic that... He's going to keep pounding on the window. Yeah, you know, he, I closed it and he opened it again. It's ironic. Our today's subject is kind of ironic because, um, I mean, we did technically record video last week, but it was a train wreck and it didn't really work. So we're we're going to get those things right this week. But this so, week so is our got real. To see us from last week? Is that is that right? They could see us. Oh, okay. A couple, but they were they weren't. They weren't the neat screen that you expect it to be. Oh, they, okay. they didn't see it well, but they will this week. And this week is the week that we're talking about sex. So, And aside from, I mean, it's going to be a basic what's allowed and what's not allowed in the Catholic Church. But aside from that, we're kind of trying to sell the idea of Catholic sex and doing it the way God wants you to. Mm-hmm. But usually if... When you're trying to sell something, you don't get guys who look like us to try to so, sell it. Yeah. You know, I did exactly print out a mask. I was just yeah. going to go like this. <laughs> that way it'd be... Who is that? I don't know. Just some model. I was just going to wear the mask the whole time, but... Oh, well, even ugly guys need sex. That's right. Or like sex. So, whatever. But... That is the subject of the day. And so if you've got kids, I mean, it's, it's not like we're going to talk dirty, but. Yeah, uh, the, the subject will matter will be sensitive. And so you might want to uh, take care. Usually we don't use euphemisms, but whatever. I mean. But we won't use like extreme profanity. Yeah, we won't sit there and try to avoid saying something, but we don't go throwing the F-bomb out and stuff like that. What are you doing? I thought you gave up alcohol. Oh, sorry. Root beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, how, I only, I gave up candy and mm-hmm. it's the w- weirdest thing. Like the first few days were terrible. Um, I think your body really gets addicted to all that sugar. Mm-hmm. And then. You know, I'm used to sleeping a lot. I'm used to coming home and being tired and being able to really sleep from the time I get home to the next day. Um, and I'm laying down because I was tired, but I couldn't sleep. And I thought, oh, that's because I'm not on a sugar low like I normally am. So yeah. I got a little bit more energy than I did last week. Nice. So, uh, okay, I guess we should kind of cut this up into maybe... Before marriage and after marriage? The before marriage part will be short. Yeah, because you're not allowed to do anything. (laughs) can't do nothing. You can do something. Obviously, I mean, I think if you're Catholic and you're listening to this, you already know. But Mm -hmm. um, in case you don't, you can't look at pornography. Yeah, for, uh, for example. Because there's a lot of people out there who are... Catholic or claim to be Catholic that are saying some weird things. Yeah, they are. About that. 
like that father swim gym guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like I said, you can't look at pornography. You can't masturbate. Um, these are good rules. That's one of the things. These aren't meant to make life boring and hard on you. Refraining from masturbation and pornography is a good thing, and it helps you, as we'll talk about later on in the show. But uh, as far as actually when with, a, well, okay, first of all, you can't date other men. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, you're, or if, and uh, I, I've heard like dumb or, arguments yeah, like, well, okay, so what if you're gay, you're uh, same sex attracted, but you know, you don't plan on getting married or having sex. Can't you just date? Can't well, you kiss? Yeah. Yeah. What's no. the, you can't. That, what would be the point? Yeah. There's a point to dating. It's not just to have fun. You're you're looking for a spouse. That's what dating's for. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, let's, the, the thing is, same-sex attracted, okay, we can deal with that and maybe get it out of the way. It's a disordered attraction. Yeah. Giving into it is disordered to, to any degree. Yeah. It's, it's like, well... I'm a sociopath and what I really want to do is, I don't know, kill people. But, um, you know, if I, if I can take kittens and, and break yeah. their legs to, to hear them scream, uh, well, I'm not killing people, you know, can't I give in a little bit then to my, my urges that way? But no, you can't. Right. It's, it's, it's like dumb. That. It's silly. You just, there's no reason to. Um, so with that out of the way. When you're yeah. uh, dating, pre-married dating, the big thing is well, how far can we go? Well, you know, you know? before we get there, let, let's address one other thing. Okay, so you can't look at pornography, um, you can't uh, masturbate, but you also shouldn't be entertaining fantasy thoughts. Yeah, that is a big in that thing. direction. That's because that I mean, first of all, because it obviously increases the temptations for the other things, but in itself, it's it's still wrong. It's a mortal sin to do that. Um, you know, in the in the catechism that deals with pornography, there's really a lot it could say, and all it really talks about is the fantasy part. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. say much else. It, I guess there's a little bit in there about about uh, you know sex being a private thing between a man and his wife, and and Pornography involves peeking in on that, but but there's yeah. so much more really, it could. Is that the reason that it gives for pornography being wrong? That and that it plunges the user into a fantasy world that okay. doesn't and cannot exist. Right, right. But that still doesn't. That doesn't even come close to describing That's, the no. It doesn't problem because, with. I mean pornography. In all of those situations, you can find, oh, okay, well, if that's all there is, then I've got to work around either to discount it or, or to, like, for example, um, uh, I don't know, CGI porn, for example. Okay, now I'm not right. picking in on, on two people. Okay, well, the fantasy. Well, okay, how real is that? Because, uh, I mean, I could fantasize about being a football player and, and you know, throwing a winning touchdown yeah. as a quarterback and... Nobody would say that I'm sinning for engaging and, and entertaining that fantasy. So fantasy yeah. by itself isn't 
morally problematic. Uh, you know, if you spend a lot of time daydreaming, like some kind of Walter Mitty, you, you, there's probably something wrong with you, but, but it doesn't have that per incident moral problem. Right. So, and fantasies about sex do that's, you know, they're problematic. Yeah. Um, so, and of course that would, that would include sexting. Oh, like sending text messages of pictures of like yourself and stuff. Yeah. Between a girl and you're dating to sending pictures back and forth of each other. And I, I, I guess part of that is masturbating to it. I don't know, but, um, it's a newer thing. It's, it's, this is a phenomenon that happened after we stopped dating. So I, we, we I don't know what happens because there. we got married. We weren't dating. Right. Well, <laughs> we're married. We're not, not to we're not other. on the scene. Yeah. Oh, we, we no, we married. never dated each other. <laughs> we both stopped dating Around separately. The same time. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, a lot of this stuff, I mean, gosh, the internet even wasn't, than what it is now. Right. It, it wasn't hardly anything. It was dial up and wait for a half hour for a single have a cell phone when I got married. You know, I didn't either. So yeah, actually I, out of all my friends, I went the longest without a cell phone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but when you are dating, um, there's this, there's a temptation to see how far you can push the boundary as far as kissing and petting and all the other stuff. I guess the way to think about this is that if this behavior normally leads to sex, then you can't do it. I heard another um, way of evaluating. Yeah. Um, If whatever you're doing is causing that stir in your, you know, in in the deep in your stomach and and your groin Which men know, men know if they're having that or not. There's a physical sign. Yeah. If it's it's causing that, yeah. yeah. And we're not talking about, you know, getting hard. This is preceding even that. If if it's that... Oh, well, I thought that's what you were talking about. I'm talking about something even preceding that. There's a stir that, that precedes that a little bit. If that's starting to happen, then you shouldn't be doing whatever you're doing. Okay. Um... The question becomes, when when does it become a mortal sin? You know, that's an interesting... I, one of the things that annoys me is, uh, let's say, Catholic literature that doesn't want to deal with nuances like that. Um, yeah. Because, and, and I don't know, you know, I, I don't know why they do that. But, for example, um, I was reading some... I think it was one of the Baltimore catechisms um, talking about chastity. Yeah. And it made the statement, every sin against chastity is a mortal sin. Now, what's your reaction to that? Yeah, I, I can see in your eyes, your reaction to that is mm. exactly the same way mine was. I don't know about that. I, don't, I mean, every, so because what that, think about what that means. It means, well, if whatever I've done or whatever I'm doing has not crossed into this, this, you know, it's not risen to the level of a mortal sin. Well, that means I'm not sinning at all. Yeah. And well, that's, that's clearly not the case. Yeah. So what about, what about, you know, what about oogling and, and yeah, like, you know, staring you, you, at girls, you see I, a girl and like, okay, if she's like dressed way too skimpy or got, I mean, girls these days, I put it all out. I, it, it's kind of hard to 
keep custody of the eyes. But so she's, she's got it out there. And okay, like if you're staring at her, undressing her with your eyes and lusting after her, okay, that's a mortal sin. If, you if, if you're purposely fantasizing. But if you look at her and it's like, and now you know that you shouldn't be looking at her, but before you like fully, uh, you know, cast your gaze elsewhere and work on forgetting her, you steal that one more glance. Well, guess yeah. what? That was a venial sin. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't I, call. I, I guess and it's still a sin against chastity. Sin, but it was a so. sin against chastity, even if it wasn't a mortal sin. Right. Yeah, I, I can't say I agree with that. Um, so that's that's my point. Is I I think it is important to to discuss these things in terms of of you know there may be things that are venial sins that you could recognize them as oh wait a minute I'm sinning now um, and and say I need to stop before it reaches the point of a mortal sin. If every sin against chastity is, is a mortal sin, then it's like, then well, I haven't do that. committed a mortal sin, so I'm not sinning at all, so I may as well keep going. Well, then before you know it, you've committed a mortal sin. Right. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, it's not like we're going to be able to tell you, well, when this happens, that's yeah, when you've no, sinned that's... mortally. Um, when the nipple makes an appearance, you're in mortal sin. Or when you've kissed for more than two minutes, you're in oh, mortal sin. It, yeah, that's... Um, generally, you know where you're going with something. I would say generally the, the whole idea of like making out is yeah. problematic. Yeah. It, it's, if you're not married. I mean, it's generally going to lead somewhere. That's yeah. why you do it. Um, I don't know when it becomes a mortal sin, though. I guess here's the point about that, though. Um, because... I dated two a long time ago, and I had those same questions. If you're looking at for a point that you could get up to and still not have to go to confession tomorrow, well, then you're looking at it wrong, and you got to stop looking at it that way. You need to just avoid the sin altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really the best way to go there. And think of it this way. What's your intention in dating this girl? should be that she might end up being your wife. So if this is a woman that you might want to one day marry, then you should want to present to her. I mean, if you're going to marry her, presumably you're in love with her and presumably you love her. So you want to present to her as a man, the uh, sort of the best and, and manliest version of manhood that you can. Right. And that is not, uh, you know, someone who who sort of tries to skirt the edge of morality, and and especially with regards to this kind of stuff, because it's certainly to, not someone who would use her. You know, well, that was my other point. If you're not intending that she might one day be your wife, and you're making out with her, then you're totally using her. Period. Yeah. End of story. There's there's no justification for that at all. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, one of the things that I, I've often wondered about when you're dating and you've decided you're going to go steady and then you meet someone else and you start seeing them. Mm-hmm. Is there any sin there at all? If Other than lying, sin, if you hide it. Uh, if you lie. Okay. If, yeah. Like, like there could be a sin of lying. I don't think there's a sin against chastity. In that case, yeah, 
I mean, I mean there may when, be sins until you got that ring, you're not married. Since against, and, say, justice. Now, if you're engaged, yeah. I mean, if you've given her an engagement ring, even doesn't doesn't have to be okay. a wedding ring. Maybe if you're a... engaged, that's pretty serious. And if you know, even then, I would not say. I mean, if you haven't, if you haven't violated chastity with the other girl, I would say mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a, a sexual sin in that sense. It's right. It may be a a you know a romantic or one to do with honesty like or I don't know. Yeah, loyalty. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Once you're married, and this is the big question that a lot of, I mean, I published a, a fact, uh, I don't know, was years eight ago. years ago, 10 years ago, that yeah. just listed, this is what you can do, this is what you can't do, and um, so that still gets more like traffic. It, into discussions? it went into discussions. I mean, I, I, not, I mean e- each answer was about a paragraph, mm-hmm. so it discussed... It's a sin, and this is why it's a sin, or it's okay, and this is why it's okay. Um, but it explained everything. But I got email after email from people saying, um, the doctors told me if I get pregnant, I'll die. Is it okay to use contraception? I mean, it's surprising how many people are told they're going to die if they get pregnant. That's the first thing. I didn't know so many people would die if they get pregnant. I don't know anyone who has died from getting pregnant. Um, I mean, if you look through history books, it happened a lot. Women died during childbirth. Maybe during childbirth, yeah. But I've never heard of a woman dying because she got pregnant. I mean, you do have tubal pregnancies. Obviously, they have to be taken out. Yeah. Um, Emergencies can occur. But... I don't think women generally die because they get pregnant. I mean, if the, if I, you know, it, it might be a nutrition problem sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, and I know it's unhealthy, people, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or you know, like like if a, you know, because we're in the the stage of you're married now, but like if a young girl gets pregnant because she's misbehaving, unmarried, and then she doesn't oh. want to tell anybody, and because she doesn't want to tell anybody, let's say she gets a tubal pregnancy, and and she keeps trying to deal with the pain, and then it becomes too late to, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a yeah, kind of a situation. Could... But, but you know, the, my point is you have to get so, like, convoluted to create the scenarios where somebody would actually die from yeah. getting pregnant and having a baby these days. Yeah. That it's not it's just... really a consideration. If you're that, you know, if you're that one in a thousand situations, then, you know, Sucks uh, to be you, but yeah, unfortunately, I don't know what to say. I mean, the the church is contraception. Very clear about it. You can't do anything to frustrate the natural order of the bodies. Uh, we have sex, and children come out of that, and that's the way it's supposed to be. And if you wear a condom, or take pills, or cut off a piece of your body and mutilate yourself. Um, or have a doctor mutilate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are mortal sins. Yeah. They're serious mortal sins that will affect you later on in life. Um, even like having, even wearing a condom. I mean, because then you won't have kids. And if you don't have kids, when you're old, you're going to think, man, I wish I'd have had more kids. I know so many people who have said that. 
I don't know anybody. I mean, I'm sure that they're out there and, and they're probably narcissistic and, and um, very self-centered, but I have not ever run into anybody who has said, I wish I hadn't had as many kids. Right. No, I, I did a lot of volunteer work in an old folks home. And, you know, I go around talking to these old ladies as I'm trying to help them with their supper or whatever. And they all want to talk and they all ask me about my family and I, you know, six kids, not a whole lot, but it's what we could have. And they all, everyone who didn't have more than three kids always say, I wish I had had more kids. I wish, mm-hmm. some of them say, I wish I could have had more kids. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, I get, but a lot of them say, I wish I had had more kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a shame that the the way we've set things up is that so many people feel so pressured to use contraception, either their doctors telling them they have to, uh, or society's telling them, no, you can't have more kids. Expectations on them, especially like on, on, on women. Hey, wait a minute. You can't have kids. Even if you get married, you better hold off on the kids until you've reached some echelon within your career or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, um, my son's friends talk about marriage and, you know, they looked up how much it's going to cost to have a kid and raise a kid and looked up, this is how much money you have to make. And it's like, okay, if if you're not a doctor or a lawyer, you're never going to make that. Why would you... Why would you even look at that? Don't even and look at that crap. Kids There's continue no, to get raised. <laughs> yeah. Poor people have kids all Ignore the time. Ignore those numbers. <laughs> well, if I do that, then I'll have to... Whatever, then do that. I'll have to go on welfare. Then go on welfare. Who cares? Everybody else does it. So what? Not that you should try to go on welfare, but... have to go to something. I'd rather go to raising kids than to paying for somebody's contraception. Yeah, or paying for someone's abortion. Or paying for someone's abortion, especially. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's pointless to look at the financial repercussions of having kids. Because you're never going to be happy if you look at it that way. Yep. And in the end, maybe you'll have one or two kids. And and you'll be one of those old people dying in a home saying, I wish I had had more kids. Yeah, well... And the other thing is that um, concerning contraception, look, the best gift you could give to your sons and daughters is to give them brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, I did, I could not imagine growing up in a small family. But, no. you know, between me and my brothers and then you add in cousins and things like that, it's such a diverse group. None of us would ever be friends if we weren't family. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not only are we point. friends, we're good friends. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's good for society. I think it's good for people. Okay. So contraception is out. Um, but then there's the case where the woman is bleeding too much every month or having some kind of problems with her cycle. Oh, and and the, and the doctor medicine says they want to give her happens to be a contraceptive. Yeah, even an abortifacient. <clears throat> um, right. I would uh, First let me just start by saying this. I I have never met a girl over 
16, whose doctor didn't say she needs to be on birth control to control her cycles. I just don't think it happens anymore. I mean, a girl bleeds, she has stomach aches or whatever. I don't know what happens, but Mm -hmm. they go through their cycles and it's painful. And every doctor says the same thing. Well, put her on birth control. Um, I, I would just say that maybe, maybe you should look more into this. If the doctor's telling you that maybe there's another answer here. I, Talk to a I'm not going to give there, medical there are, advice. There are good Catholic doctors out there. Try to find yeah. Them. I think in a lot of cases where it's a, it's a matter of cycles and things like that. I think there are other answers that maybe, maybe are more expensive. I don't know. Maybe the doctor just doesn't get kickback from them. And that's the real problem. I don't know, but yeah, but there may come to think drugs. of it. I don't, Ever, I don't know a woman who hasn't been told she needs to be on birth control. My wife was told that. All hmm. of my daughters were told that. I, 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 it's just something they tell women now. Oh, you got to be on birth control. You got a broken arm? Let's put you on birth control. <laughs> Everything's birth control. Um, but concerning the sinfulness of the act, if you are having heavy cycles the doctor has determined you need to be on this abortifacient birth control. It is not a sin to be on it, and it is not a sin to have sex while you're on it. It, yeah, I think you I should. Mean, it's, it's probably find irresponsible way, of the doctor, and you should probably tell him to pound sand and go find another doctor if he's really insistent about it. If he's not willing to say, okay, well, here maybe there are some other dietary things or some supplement pills or something like that instead right but uh ultimately it's the medical description uh and the object of the pill in this case is the regulation of whatever symptoms it's not to prevent pregnancy or whatever so um i just we got to say that and we got to say once again only if the pill is whatever you're taking is made to regulate the cycles, not to regulate the birth. Right. If, if the regulation of the birth is a side effect, that's a different story then. That, so, I, I, again, I explained this all in that FAQ, and still people called and asked the question. If you're trying to keep from getting pregnant because you'll die if you get pregnant, that is birth control, and that is a mortal sin. Yeah, you just every gotta, time you do it, got to not have sex then. Okay, so that brings another issue. So, okay, married couple, woman wants kids, or at least doesn't want to go on birth control because she knows it's a mortal sin, and she's Catholic. Mm-hmm. Husband says, "I don't give a flying fart," and he goes and has a vasectomy. Um, it is his mortal sin. Yeah. It is not it's on the wife. completely on him, and she can't refuse him. Right. She still can't refuse him. Well, yeah, she can't. I was going to say that she doesn't have to. That was my point. But oh, okay. it's not right. simple if she refuses him. him. But she, not only does she not have to, she can't. <laughs> She's not allowed. Right. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if your wife's taking pills to keep from getting pregnant... And you can't say, all right, fine, I'm not having sex anymore. Yeah. That, first of all, it's a sin. 
Second of all, it it doesn't really help your marriage. I mean, whether you have kids or not, if you refuse, you're certainly not going to. If you don't refuse, maybe you could bring them around to your side of the table. But if you refuse, that's never going to happen either. That yeah. just puts up a, a you know, they created barrier. a barrier with this pill or with this condom or with this uh, operation. All you're doing is putting a second barrier mm-hmm. so that there's even more strain on the marriage. So, uh, yeah. Um, oral sex. Well, it's okay for her. It's not okay for him. <laughs> Maybe some That's foreplay. my understanding. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of foreplay. Yeah, but... Um, but, uh, like... In, in cases where, uh, say, men aren't able to last in the bedroom... Um, oh, yeah, you got to be She still deserves a climax, and you're mm-hmm. allowed to give that to her. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but the end point is when the man climaxes and that has to be done in the normal way that would lead to children. So yeah, the, the sin of oral sex would be kind of like the sin of um, contraception. Yeah. Now this, is, <clears throat> this, this, this does involve intentionality because when, I mean, s- sex is not meant to right. be a rigid, like, Yeah, insert A into B. Fun and playful, and accidents are going to happen. Right. That's, you know, that's a part of it. Yeah. I should have brought up that list before we started. Oh, yeah. Because now I can't think of other questions. Well, you know, there's there's another thing that... um, because part of the part of the thing about sex, and, and this, I'm going to like uh, play a, a little bit of a, a devil's advocate and 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 put a line of reasoning out there that that I know to be a morally bad line of reasoning. But okay, just because because maybe we can we can address it here then. So <clears throat> we know that the purpose of sex is to have children. All right, and to intentionally frustrate that within the, you know, within your sexual activity is a mortal sin. Um, but uh, I'll start by bringing up another one of those, um, you know, like before, the, 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 where the catechism said every sin against chastity is a mortal sin. Well, I've also read something that said every, I forget how it was worded, but I'm just going to say every sexual act has to be one that could lead to a baby. Okay, but you know what? Making out, which you can do with your wife, with your spouse, because you know yeah. you're, you're leading somewhere with it. Well, that's a sexual act, but no matter how much you do it, it's not going to lead to a baby, right? Uh, the point is, there are many, many things within the <clears throat> within the relationship of, of sex that includes, um, you know, the, the the coital act, the you know, the actual marital act. There are many things that happen between couples, and Many of them don't have anything to do with leading to babies. So here's the line of reasoning. If a couple is open to marriage, absolutely. I mean, not open to marriage, open to life, absolutely. They, they want a baby and they have no problem having sex that leads to babies and frequently engage in 
sex that lead that could lead to babies, um, then if in particular cases here and there they engage in acts that this particular act won't lead to a baby, but the purpose isn't to avoid the baby. The purpose is just because that particular act is fun, but we know we're also going to do the other act later anyway. Um, so <clears throat> you can see where I'm going. Well, then, as long as it's sort of a general approach of openness, then why does, you know, why is this particular act, like you pointed out, like oral sex? Okay, so we did oral sex, uh, but three hours later, you know, He's back up, and they actually engage in Was coitus. he Superman okay. or something? Well, okay, or maybe 23 hours later. Okay. See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> My point is, <clears throat> you know, there, there's there's a, um, and, and again, that that's my problem with, with people make kind of statements like that. Well, every act has to, you know, have the possibility of, of conceiving. Well, wait a minute, not every act even... You know, yeah, it doesn't there. quite it's, it's, it doesn't match up with reality. True. But, but I heard a good way of putting it, and I'll give credit where credits due. This was um, this was on the the Timothy Gordon's podcast. Um, oh, okay. He was doing a show with his wife about this stuff. The bottom line is that the woman's womb is a garden, and a seed needs to be planted in a garden, nowhere else. At least intentionally. Yeah. That's the that's the point. That's the bottom line. Yeah. If if, if you don't fall with, it, and again, we're talking about intentionality here because uh, accidents happen. But in terms of intentions, if you're not following that basic idea, you're doing something wrong, and possibly, probably, in fact, I would say definitely need to go to confession. Yeah, and we, I mean, because we we talked about. What show was this about? Oh, this is the one we did about gays, um, about why it's so wrong to be gay. Right. It's not the way Monty Python depicts us saying every sperm is sacred, but it is sacred. It's the seed of life, and we yeah. should care about where it goes. It needs to go to the proper place, and the woman's womb is the proper that's place. So that's where it should be put, not... Yeah on the floor or wherever. So that's, yeah. that's what you should be headed towards. Um, sex toys. I, I, the same rule applies with, I mean, yeah, they can be used for, for, uh, so to, you got a question about that. Okay. Just to kind of put out there and see, see what your take is. I, 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 uh, have to admit, admit to a, um, fair amount of ignorance on that whole subject matter. Okay. So sex toys, as I understand, are generally made, manufactured, sold by companies who, who's, let's say their bread and butter is uh, certainly sex, but I would say for the most part, often promiscuous uh, sex or, you know, on the other side of the moral fence in terms of, you know, sex. Is, is there a problem with the purchase of the toys, <laughs> to whatever kind, to begin with because of the kind of company you'd be supporting? Yeah, I don't know. Um, like, m most companies that you would buy it from 
would also be selling Porn, pornography I and think. things like that. That's, so yeah, exactly. That's where I'm going with that. So your money ends up in that whole industrial. Mix. But at least that's the way it used to be. I mean, nowadays it's on Amazon. You're already doing com- uh, business with the company. Hmm, like true. 99% of people are. So, and it's, of course, some people sell it on Amazon, but there are a couple companies who claim to be Christian companies who make a big deal of saying we sell toys to Christian couples. Now they're not necessarily Catholic because mm-hmm. some of the some of their whatever are obviously not Catholic, but there are companies who claim, claim to, to try to do that. So mm-hmm. That is one way around it. Um, but I would say, all in all, toys are generally for women and not for men. I mean, I mean men don't really need them. So yeah. um, watching pornography, it's still wrong. I, yeah, whether before, you're, before you're married. After you're married, before you're married. It's wrong after you're married. It's just, it's wrong. Uh, but then the other question is a uh, husband and wife filming each other. And watching it, yeah. You must be really into yourself if you would do that. <laughs> you must think very highly of yourself. I, I, I you know, I'm not, I can't even imagine. I'm not willing to put the image of myself doing that into my head because I would be so disgusted by it. <laughs> right. I don't know. I mean, a young. 20 year old couple who I don't know that you know maybe are bottle material and mm-hmm. suddenly decide I would say you're a, a Ken and Barbie couple I would say you're I don't I don't know if it's specifically a sin but I would say you're slipping into something that isn't good a, for the relationship yeah yeah there's something certainly isn't good for the relationship I mean, if if you if you say as a man are to want to film it and then later watch it, to me it seems like you're not as into your wife as you ought to be during that act. Right, because it, instead of watching like it later, why don't you just repeat it later? Yeah. You know? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense to watch it. Yeah, fo- focus on, on giving each other joy. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's uh, it's probably not a mortal sin. I, I really don't know if it's a venial sin but I would say you're in bad territory if you're questioning that. And, you know, and of course the whole threesome question, I no, think is obvious. No, you can't, you can't, do, can't that. do that. You can't bring another and into it. Man and a woman. That's all. Um, those were all the questions that I answered on that fact. Oh, okay. I can't think of other questions nowadays. I mean, they have the, there's the whole online dating thing. That's a thing now. Um, I don't think online dating is a problem if it's not an online hookup. Right. Cause, I, mean, I don't I don't believe in online dating. I think it's fake. <laughs> okay, there's there's the yeah, I okay. Um but I know that uh mail order brides used to be a thing. Actually I think Okay, I it's they still are. They I still they are just do thing, it online now. But, but I th- I think that I think a lot of times today, it's not, you know, I think it's some kind of, like, you know, scam. Of they call them dating sites, 
where you would go to a another country site for, say, women in that country who want to get into America, that company over there looks for women who would be willing to marry. And so you online date for a little while. And if you're if you think you're a good matchup, then she comes over and you get married. Oh, okay. that does happen. That's, that's what still you mean happens. by online dating. I thought no, had... that's not what I was talking about. Okay, when I you're meant talking online about dating. online matchmaking. I'm talking about teenagers okay. saying this is my boyfriend, and it's, it's like, like what are that's there's nobody here. That's never, not a person. You've never actually, yeah. Okay, okay, I get it. Uh, but you know, the thing is that, like, mail order brides. Um, you know, our great grand, not great grandfather, our um, some. Some relative. Uh, I think it would be. Um, All right, you Granny, don't have to Granny know. Granny B's uncle, our, our grandmother's uncle, had a mail order bride, and she was we, a good wife to him. We had an uncle who had not an uncle. We had a great 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 grandpa or something like that who had it like eight or nine kids, and then his wife died, and he mailed back to Germany, and they sent him a new wife. Oh, wow. Okay. It wasn't even mail order. It was just, just hey, send someone over. I need a wife. Oh and uh, I think she ended up dying in childbirth as well. Oh, wow. She had, a, they had a bunch of kids. But I, I know, uh, I know a guy who did a mail, mail order. Mm-hmm. And like our age? Uh, I mean, I don't know him real well. And I, I do happen to know the marriage seemed kind of rocky if you're from the outside Mm -hmm. but they are still married and they did raise five kids oh well so i don't whatever shenanigans might have gone on i they're still married and it's a marriage so uh yeah i don't i don't think it's using uh using other resources to find a spouse doesn't uh invalidate the marriage certainly the thing is mail order brides the whole idea of it kind of calls to uh truth something that we all know but a lot of people are unwilling to say women often choose to love a man and a lot of times it's because of money oh mm -hmm. i mean that happens yeah yeah there are guys who who have a lot of money and that's why they have a beautiful wife and if they didn't have a lot of money they maybe even wouldn't be married i mean and it's it's not a bad thing. I mean, women women are seem to be able to devote themselves to someone based purely on that. Right. As long as they're faithful, yeah, and dutiful, it, then yeah, there's no problem. Now, you know, speaking of dating, it, there's a common thing that this doesn't really have to do with sex. It's just got me scratching my head. I've noticed lately that there are number five boys walking around with number 10 girls on their arms. It's like really hot girls want to date so-so boys. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I'm seeing it a lot. Guys who are, I I mean, you pick your whatever. Either they're not very masculine, they're kind of wimpy looking, they're fat, they're ugly, they don't make much money. So what age are you talking about? Everywhere from 16 to... 25, 26. Okay. I'm seeing this and I'm seeing it a lot. And I, I'll look, you know, somebody like, oh, this is my girlfriend. And I'm like, huh, really? What? <laughs> okay. 
of all the instances that I'm thinking of where this happens, I can't think of any of those times where that turns into a marriage. Oh, mm -hmm. or even a proposal. I just, so that's, I'm seeing it a lot. Go, go to a club or something and sit in there and watch and you'll mm -hmm. see it. I, I don't go to clubs, but wherever dating couples would normally go, go there and watch and you'll see girls who are twice as good looking as the guy they're with. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've heard Alex Jones talk about the, it's the whole gay frog chemical thing. Um, not only that, but the fact that so many women are on, uh, contraceptives at such an early yeah, age. That's a problem. I mean, they're putting them on when they're like 12. It's like, mm -hmm. we want to keep any women from having any natural cycles. And if they bleed a little bit too much, uh-oh, put them on birth control. So by the age of 14, they're all on birth control. So first of all, that does screw with something. That screws with their hormones. And uh, I've heard it put that they are looking for brotherly types. Oh. Because their body thinks that they are pregnant. Huh. Interesting. I, I don't know if that's true. I just know what I see a mm -hmm. lot. And I know that all, most girls are on birth control by the time they're 14. Uh, and then once they get married and decide they want to have a kid, by the time they're, what, 35, women are waiting so late yeah, nowadays. Um, then suddenly they find out they've married a schmutz. And they're or a beta, kind of stepping out. A oh, lot. okay. And and so then you get a lot of infidelity going on. So guys, oh. if if you want to make sure that the woman you're marrying is real, don't even bother dating women who are on birth control. Yeah. Man also, up, don't have sex with them. And you know, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your wife. <laughs> <laughs> From my personal point of view, find an ugly girl to marry you. Uh, that's a song for yeah, some of you people who don't know it. Um, a bit of an there's a, actually, a, they, someone turned it into a rap. I, I don't remember who it was. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, it, the problem, is, and I, I've heard guys say things like, well, I, I'm, I'm not going to get married unless I find, I, I'm only going to marry a virgin. That's another thing that yeah, I hear young men saying, and it's like, I, I mean, I don't know if that's there anymore. I mean, maybe it is. It's, you know, but, but, you know, instead of uh, setting your sight on that, uh, set maybe your sight on a woman, a woman who wants who, to be a godly woman. Yeah. I mean, wants to be a dutiful wife. What if uh, she said, I'm, I'm not going to get married until I find a guy who's never looked at pornography or Something like that, you yeah, know. I, hey, your past is your past. You got to look to the future. Mm -hmm. It's the direction you're headed so much, not where you came from. Right. All right. I don't have anything else on that subject. Well, I think it was a good talk. Hopefully people okay. can get something from it. But with Let's all talk this about discussion, news. just remember, people, it's, uh, you know, you're supposed to have fun. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> news. News, news. Uh, have you seen this chick... That, um, let me adjust the volume here. So, this lady, okay, they're having these, uh, this trial on the whole January 6th thing, and yeah. this, uh, 
this woman that they've brought on to MSNBC had her on and uh, a couple other people. She's supposed to be foreman of the jury. But when you hear her talk, even for a few seconds, you realize she's there's something wrong. She's like that. Uh, she's like that 70 year old who who made a big deal about the uh, pollution and stuff. I can't hear Thornburg. Oh, Greta. Uh, Greta. Yeah. She yeah, she's no, like her. She, there's her. something off. There's yeah, something wrong with her. Okay. And this is the foreman of the jury, and. These are the kinds of people who are not just going to decide. Uh, well, hold on, why is she talking to anybody enough that, that you can? I don't talk? know. This is a jury. I right? don't know how nobody should be talking should... to these guys yet. Yeah, it's so weird. I I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. Why are they doing this? Why is she out talking to anyone? And, and why are they showcasing her? Anyone who looked at her would think this is a clown act or something. Yeah. I think what's going on... Okay, remember when Greta came out? Uh, some people just kind of shook their heads and walked away. Other people took the low-hanging fruit and made fun of her just because she's a kind of a tart. Yeah. Um, maybe Trump they're waiting she for... She seems like a very nice, happy young girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's... Maybe that's what they're doing, waiting for everybody to make fun of her so that they can say, see how mean and terrible right-wingers are. I, I don't know. It's such a weird thing. I, I don't know what to say about it. But she's been on the news all over the place. So this is this is a jury for a particular trial of, what, one or a group of people? I think it's a. they're trying to decide how many people to indict and I think it has something to do with the uh, January 6th stuff. So it's more like a grand jury. Yeah. Okay. And she's... It's just bizarre. The whole thing is bizarre. And I would say, watch out. There's a reason they're putting her on. And it's not because they think she's a good spokesperson for anything at all. Yeah. They're, do, they're up to something. They're always up to something. Uh... For example, eh. Well, you called it right about that football player the other week. Yeah, that football so. player. I said they're up to something. They're they're going to trick sure people. Um, five people are killed in a Beechcraft crash shortly after takeoff near College Station, Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, these five people happen to be environmental consulting firm people. They were going. They were headed to Ohio to oh, look at a train crash thing. No, they were. They were on their way to look at, at an explosion at Ohio's metal plant. At least that's what the environmental consulting firm has told us. But some people in the media have said that they were headed to New, New Palestine. Their plane was set to land about an hour and a half north of New Palestine. Okay, so... But, first of all, what I mean, that's pretty close to New Palestine. Yeah. Second of all, Nor uh, Norfolk Southern did ask that specific company to consult with them and come look at the situation. Oh. They are admitting that. Okay. So, if Norfolk... The train, whatever. Right. If they asked this company to send some people out, 
well, what's the result of that? Who went out and where are they? And what did they say? They're not telling us that. They're just saying, no, no, no. Those, those people were not on their way to New Palestine, number one. Number two, Norfolk did ask us to look into it. And we're not going to tell you what, what we found out. Well, it's just the whole thing seems so suspicious. And they waited for a bunch of people to say they were headed to New Palestine before they uh, said, out. you people are morons. They were headed to a, uh, a uh, explosion up north of that site. But the explosions are suspect too. All these explosions. Uh, three fires in three separate Mexican oil refineries on the same day. Huh. Uh, all the food burnt processing plants that are blowing up and burning down. I, I don't know what to say. This all seems really suspicious. Now, I, I texted you, uh, I think I just texted you a screenshot. They were saying that the CDC changed the... Oh, yeah, the... Level lethal level of right. the chemical that was on that train. Did yeah, you final core? I think. Did you look into that? I looked at the report and and what? So first of all, um, they're saying well they changed the lethal level like days before the the crash of the train. But but the report that that this like like the original source I forget what the name of it is. It it, it wasn't something that was discovered by the Infowars people. They were just like reporting through. Right. They were just. The, but the original source, um, the CDC document they linked to, was a preliminary that was out for public comment. So every they had those reports on on lethality uh, and not just lethality, but the general effects of various kinds of toxins and chemicals and so forth. And they, those include both reported data about, you know, uh, specifically uh, indicated illnesses and, and deaths and, and both humans and animals, as well as studies that are done, as well as experimental studies that are done. And they compile all this stuff and they put it into these reports they try to summarize it as best they can into you know, mm-hmm. kind of a table. Um, well, every so often they, they'll try to update it with new data that's become available since the last report came out. Okay. This report was not an official report. Um, in the, it wasn't a, a final report. It was a, okay, here's the report with the new updated since the previous one which I think was like in 06 or 09 or something like that. Yeah. So they've had a few years to collect some more data, and then they send it out for public comment, which means if anybody has any additional data that they can bring to add to this, please raise your hand, speak up, let us know so that we can incorporate it before we put the final report out. So that's what this thing was that came out a few days before the train wreck. It wasn't a final report. Okay. And then the person who who was like doing the comparison I think was was misreading so like they've got like different kinds of exposure um, in terms of the levels so there's like parts per million uh, acute ingested exposure there's part per million okay um, environmental like air exposure yeah and then there's yeah those are like different chronic things. over a long time versus um, acute one time and stuff like that. And to tell you the truth, I uh, I spent about 
probably five minutes and I couldn't myself quite parse out the table all the way. If I wanted to spend more, I, I could probably figure it all out. But it looks like some of it's being misread by the that's, reporter. That's what I think is, is the uh, okay is the situation in this case. Yeah, I like to try to get those things straight before I just go talking about them. Yeah. Um, search for that later um at least five people are killed and 48 others missing which i think you could go ahead and assume they're dead uh at a coal mine collapse in china oh wow rescue operations are underway so that's you know 50 people in a coal mine i i don't know we don't know what it's like in china and Whenever you think coal mine workers, you think of the toughened old men here in America who usually die early yeah, because of lung disease. Like but but you you think of a certain class of people. They're usually poor, mm-hmm. but they're all American. In China, I don't think that's the case. I think these people are slaves. Oh, okay. I mean... Very few people choose to work in a coal mine. And I imagine in China, it's the same thing. And I think the people who, I just, I wonder about things like that. 50 people trapped in a, in a coal mine collapse. Uh, how much is this? Because China thinks it's, it's cheaper to lose these so many people and keep digging instead of putting up the proper supports in the proper area. You know what I mean? Things like that. And... We, China unveils a 12-point position paper on ending the war in Ukraine. I don't know why China... I guess... Why would China have any credibility here? Ukraine is looking for China to back them. And I... Xi Jinping is not going to back Ukraine. Yeah. I, I think they're this close to making a deal with Russia. And I think it's going to be very bad for the U.S. when it happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trump warned and warned us about China. Everything we have is made in China, and we can't make anything by ourselves. Yeah. Look what happened when we ran out of masks. We couldn't even get masks made here in America. 3M finally made a bunch, but they sent them to China. Mm-hmm. China makes all our masks, all our all our stuff. They make all of our medicine. And they make most of our food. If we go to war with Russia and China sides with Russia, yeah, we'll, lose, we'll stop having things. This there. is we'll really bad. To, to rationing uh, stuff. It really seems like we're getting closer and closer to World War Three. You know, with with Biden blowing up that pipeline. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an act of terrorism. That's not. Yeah, that's, that's a wartime a, that's act. A that's uh, that's that's spit in your eye. Mm-hmm. Um, death toll in that uh, Turkey and Syria earthquake are 50,000, oh, over wow. 50,000 now. It's uh, insane. Okay, Cambodia's Ministry of Health reports 12 more suspected cases of H5N1 influenza. In humans? They're saying humans, and they are saying a 12 year old girl died from it. 
This is the first confirmed death of the virus since 2014. We've been reporting about H5N1 since 2018 when we started doing the podcast. Yeah. I've never heard of a person getting it. Right. I mean, so, I thought only birds got it. Well, I don't know what this is. Yeah, the, I don't know how we missed it because every week we would... I stopped talking about it as much because it was just more of the same every week. So many birds called out and killed because of H5N1 virus and they're trying to quarantine it. Yeah, but but didn't you... I never once heard of a human getting it. I thought a a couple months ago you brought up a story about about some humans actually getting it. Maybe it was a different virus. Um, Nobody was talking about it because it was all gays. No, that was monkeypox. Oh, monkeypox. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. This is something different. Suddenly, out of the blues, people are getting it in Cambodia, and this girl dies. I don't... I don't know. I I just... I, I mistrust so much nowadays. And, you know, look, they tried to make the monkeypox a thing. It didn't fly, because nobody who wasn't gay was getting it. Period. Like... One person got it who wasn't gay, and they found out the. Uh, it was like a one-time. I, I think they found out the boy's parents were raping him. Oh, you know, it, it was something like that. A, a boy had it, and it's like, yeah, that's because his parents were having sex with him. It's not not his parents, the two men who were raising yeah. him. Yeah. Um, Which again, it's if, a gay thing. If you don't think that giving kids to same-sex couples is a bad idea? Uh, think again. Yeah. It's, it's it's a bad idea. Just just watch, look at the news. It's it's out there. Um, but this is the first time I've heard of a person even having H5N1. I thought people couldn't get it. And I thought, why are they calling all these birds? Why not just let the birds have it? Well, it's not even killing them all. Because birds, bird-carried flus can mutate to the point where it becomes something that humans can get and that's what they were concerned about and well so, i guess that's where be, where, you know apparently that's happened yeah i guess that's what this is um i have all these windows open and i'm looking for a specific window i'm talking with a cigarette in my mouth i'm sorry um you hear about this non-stop kentucky prayer revival uh-uh. um i first heard about it on uh, from Owen Schroyer, and he's from the start. He said, "I, I," he said, "I don't want to report too much on this. Something seems off of it. Mm-hmm. With it, there's something weird about it. Fifty thousand people go into this little campus chapel to be the nation's first spiritual revival in decades. Everybody's going there to pray nonstop around the clock, something like that. Um, but it turns out it's a it's a gay thing. It's not. It's not a real Christian thing. Oh, it's a gay thing. They're going there to ask for forgiveness of transphobia and homophobia, things like that. Okay. Um, I think Taylor Marshall did a, a a bit on that guy who got up there and said, you know, God is gay, oh, God's is a that, lesbian, I'm gay, this? you're gay. I think that's from this. I'm not positive. But I think this was part of that. Um, but Owen Schroyer, the reason I'm bringing this up is because he said, look, 
There's a lot of churches out there that are claiming to be churches that are not churches. They're gay fronts. Mm -hmm. And they are getting kids into the gay movement. And that's what they're there for. And I just... I'm going to start trying to find those stories. Because it seems weird. And... I think it needs to be reported on. Uh, we did that. Lori Lightfoot loses her re-election bid as mayor of Chicago. Can imagine that? Anybody surprised? I mean, she's got to be the so worst. It was so. It was embarrassing. If I were, if I were black or female or gay, I would be embarrassed. I'd yeah. be like, "This is the, this is the rep you brought up there." I mean. Canada bans social media platform TikTok from all government-issued devices uh, because of an unacceptable level of risk to privacy and security. Wow. All right. Another country did this, too. I I think something's behind this. Behind the banning? It's... Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's... China. Yeah. But what does Canada or the U.S. care about China? I mean... Well, the, I think the, the problem is... The software itself, um, they don't know what quite is in it, and it could be that the software is uh, always like testing for like vulnerabilities in, in networks and phones and that kind of stuff, and always reporting back to China. You know what? I I don't think it does do that. that you, stuff. Yeah, I know, but I don't think that's what TikTok is. You know what I think it is. It is specifically designed to reward, especially teenage girls with promiscuity for promiscuity and for bad behavior. Mm. It is specifically designed to bring our culture down to its knees. If you go to China and use the TikTok, the version they have, it does the opposite. Mm. Like good, strong people are the ones promoted, not not gay and yucky people. Um, I've not used the TikTok app. I don't know what it even looks like to be so-called on TikTok, so I have no uh, reference for what you're saying. I keep, I just, I, I assume that it's something like Facebook, only with, I think, little videos. Mm. Uh, the Romanian prime minister unveils an AI-run advisor named Ion, Ian, I-O-N. Okay. Ion, uh, whose purpose is to analyze and report the biggest priorities facing Romanian citizens based on user submissions. User submissions. So this is going to be the first, this is really the first AI government advisor. Huh. At least the, the first official one. Uh, we just talked about that last week. It's, it's a bad, it's a bad direction. You know, even AIs now, they don't actually think they scour the internet for relevant stuff that they can turn back and present they they'll take like they'll take sentences from the internet and then then they have algorithms you know how as a kid when you're writing a paper you're not supposed to plagiarize so you take a sentence and then reword the sentence and and that's how you get it see I didn't mean plagiarize they have algorithms that do that yeah I know but Look, I, I don't know too much about AI. My son follows it a lot closer than I do. But he said in the early days, one of the main problems 
with all AI systems is number. First of all, they were all racist.、Mm-hmm. Every AI system is racist. They have to put handcuffs on it to keep it from being racist. It's also against a bunch of other things that you would think something without feelings shouldn't be. I mean, aside from being racist, it's also somewhat logical. Is it's conservative? You know, if what it's doing is scouring the internet for data, and then has like massive processing engines that that create something called views. I'll use air quotes for that, based on existing numbers and data. Then that's exactly、yeah. what you would expect. Yeah, because <clears throat> look what we've done. Like for example, okay, it's racist. Well, we've Coddled blacks so much in this country, and told them they don't have to achieve, they don't have to learn, they don't have to excel. That overwhelmingly, scores and performances in every aspect of anything is low for blacks compared to say whites. Yeah. So you would expect it to be racist. Yeah. And it's not Christian. No. So there's、yeah. nothing wrong with being racist. Right.、Uh, I don't know. It's. I think it's dangerous. I, I obviously you can look at what an AI says and learn something from it, but to include it as an advisor is a huge mistake. Right.、Uh, oh, Wall Street Journal exclusive. I, it says it right there. WSJ News exclusive. Lab leak most likely origin of COVID nineteen pandemic.、Uh, yeah. So the the、uh, COVID nineteen pandemic was a lab leak. We know it now,、right. <clears throat> according to. So the Wall Street Journal finally figured out. What they just figured this. Out. This came out a few days ago. They just figured this out a few days ago. <laughs> well, congratulations, Wall Street Journal. Well, guess we'll we'll、yeah. give you the card. You can get into the club now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's sad that. Anyone calling themselves a news agent, well, their news is that the energy department is admitting it now. But who cares? We all knew it from the start. A lot of us knew it.、Uh, did you hear about a shooting at a Georgia gas station? Nine kids shot. Nine kids. What were nine kids doing at a Georgia gas station? I think they were in a bus. Oh wow! I don't know. But there were nine people under the age of eighteen,、uh, and they were、this. all shot. None of them died, but you don't hear anything about it, do you? We heard all about the other shootings. They made a huge deal of those other shootings. He was black. But it took me. He was black.、Uh, it took me forever just to find out who did it, because it. it you would think that. This old way of doing it, people are so wise to it that they that they wouldn't do it anymore.、Mm-hmm. You know, if it's if it's a black guy or a gay guy who shot, then when you read the story, you're going to read all about the victims. Yeah. If it's a white guy, you're going to read all about the bad guy.、Um, and they're still doing this. I think it was a 35 year old man, but they're saying it had something to do with a gang. It was gang related. I don't believe that at all. I don't think they're telling us the truth about it. I don't. I don't know what it is. I just. They're not telling us the truth.、Uh, let's see. 
Biden charges eight more pro-life activists with violating the FACE Act. Oh, wow. So the FACE Act was... I don't understand how the... It was signed into law by Clinton. Mm -hmm. And it makes it a crime to intimidate or physically prevent the coming and going of persons seeking the services of abortion clinics. Now, I don't know why it's up to the federal government to do this. Yeah, Um, this should be a state thing. This is unconstitutional mm-hmm. but eight face. more people have been charged with this so now doing you know going to a uh having a sidewalk counselors mm-hmm. uh they're all going against the federal government and they're going to be the the department of justice is going to come down on them i well maybe maybe somebody in, in these you know th- this could be because like you said it's signed into longer clinton um Maybe now somebody will have their case, you know, brought and and rise up to the level where we can get the law itself overturned. Not because, because it's not just abortion clinics, right? It's like like health yeah. clinics generally. Like like if you wanted to intimidate black people from from getting uh, care at the, the the local poor medical clinic or something like that. You would be in violation of the Face Act. Um, I know it. The the way it's being quoted here is just abortion clinics. I know, but I think that's a. I, I think that's. I don't think that's in the. I don't think it uses the word abortion in the law. I think it's just medical. Freedom of access, uh, of obtaining or providing reproductive health services. Oh, okay, so they does say that specifically. The, so that's in the law. So anyway, it, like you said, the, it's unconstitutional. Maybe we can get it declared as such. Yeah. Um, cases. I think probably Biden's the first one to start using it. Mm-hmm. What I wonder is, okay, is this a is this a law that was voted on, or is this just an executive act? If it's a face act, it's a law. Acts are of Congress. It's a law. So are Congress... Orders, acts are Congress. Okay, so it's not just something that Clinton did. It, it, our Congress did it. Yeah, under Clinton. Speaking of laws, um, I think a couple months ago we talked about Ohio adding an amendment, which is going to be voted on in the next voting cycle. But they purposely picked a uh, a year when most people don't vote to try to get this thing through. Um, it's going to, it's going to undercut all of the other abortion laws we are. I mean, we already have a uh, a uh, heartbeat bill, mm-hmm. and it's going to it's going to take those out. Oh, so <clears throat> this is an amendment that that people want to add to the Ohio Constitution to, like, what enshrine abortion? Yeah, I think that's what this is all about, and. Um, I wish I could figure out a way to get people to the polls on that day to vote. Because after after what happened with um, Trump, everyone who's got even a little bit of sense is so frustrated at the system that they just say, I, "I'm not voting anymore." You know, but now that yeah, now that Roe v. Wade has been overturned, it is extremely important for us to get in there and vote on things like this. 
And you're not going to hear about it because they're going to bring up these amendments and vote on them when, um, when, when people aren't going to vote anyway, you know? Because Ohio is mostly pro-life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they don't want the majority of Ohioans going to vote for this. Right. Vote about this. Um, so there was a mom who... Hold on. House uh, uh, House Republicans to investigate COVID jab injuries, development, and mandates. I just... I don't believe it. They're saying that the House Republicans are going to launch an investigation, I guess against who? Pfizer? Or just into... All of them? Or... Uh, into claims of victims from... But, you know, I don't... I think this is going to end up being a, a sham investigation just to be able yeah. to mollify people and say, hey, see, we investigated. There's nothing here. Yeah. Go back to sleep. We've got... I don't know. We've got a lot of liars in office. Mm-hmm. For example, they were going to remember they were going to l- release all the uh, January 6th videos. Yeah, no. Nope. They still haven't done it. No. Well, now they're 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 claiming that they've done it. Well, they're not they're not even releasing. They're not even saying they're going to release them anymore. What they're saying is that they're going to curate them through uh, the the Fox News guy. Yeah. And then he'll say but, what which ones ought to be are important for people to see, and then they'll release those or so they'll make those available. Yeah. Why not just put it ridiculous? Them all there? I, you know that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Why is information so scary to the federal government? Um, scientists declare that male and female are harmful terms. Let's just stop there for a second. Scientists. In what way are they harmful? What do they harm? And, let me find out where this came from. Uh, they're probably not real scientists. They're they're probably a couple. It's of, probably a uh, like a, 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 two people who changed their name to scientists so that they could say scientists say. Some members of the Ecology and Evolutionary Biology Language Project, <laughs> founded by Canadian American scientists. Can you imagine? Belonging to something like that, I would be. I mean, I would not show my face in public. Right. I, I mean, is, like is, are you that desperate for a for something Some to put after your name title, to make yourself like, look more important? Yeah, it's insane. They're saying that we shouldn't be calling them male and female. Uh, we should say sperm producing and egg producing. That's so stupid. Sperm producing and egg producing. Hmm. Boy, that's kind I of mean, cumbersome to say. If only we had some words that we could just like substitute for that, so that it would be faster. Woman, man. Wait a minute. How about male for sperm producing? <laughs> it's so stupid on its face. It's it's like. <laughs> if you were a female, wouldn't you? Be kind of angry at being called an egg, egg producer. Yeah, you're an egg producer. Like, re- re- let, let's. This is my to, egg producer, yeah. <laughs> and these are my little egg producers. <laughs> Pro-life leaders warn. Oh, I just said that already. Georgia school district pays one hundred thousand dollars to settle a lawsuit. Now, this mom had discovered some explicit books in the mm-hmm. in the school library. And she went to the <laughs> she went to the school meetings to talk about them, and she, I guess you know they were they kind of laughed it off. So she said, "Okay, I'm going to read from the book." At the meeting. So she started reading from the book, 
and they shut her off. And then she went back the next month to try to read again because she's not going to shut up about it. Yeah. And they kept shutting her out. So they, she got uh, free speech, Institute for Free Speech, to represent her in a lawsuit. And now they're going to give her $100,000. Well, they should have just let her talk. Books out of the school library? I don't think they are. That, I don't I mean, know. You know, give her the $100,000. I hope she keeps coming back and saying, okay, guys, but you haven't solved the problem. Yeah, I hope she goes back and reads the book that's, again that's and again I mean. and again. Yeah, and, and if yeah. they shut her off again, she can sue again. Yeah. Uh, African bishops mark the beginning of Lent with a call to fight the L- the gay uh, pro- propaganda and homosexuality. So I, there's been this thing ever since Pope Francis said what he said yeah, about, about anti-sodomy laws. Mm-hmm. And... The African bishops are giving him what for? Saying, nope, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight the propaganda. Um, there's this Epstein-linked Clinton aide who committed suicide uh, while tied to the tree oh. to a tree. He shot himself in the chest. So tied to a tree. But they haven't found the gun. But it was suicide. He, he killed himself. <laughs> yeah, while tied to a tree with a gun. Can you imagine shooting yourself in the chest with a gun? If you were going to shoot yourself, mouth, shoot your head, yeah. Yeah. Shot in the chest while tied to a tree. Before he died, threw the gun where they would never find it. Yeah. I can't believe how long has it been since the Clinton aides Clinton was in, and we're still reading about Clinton aides dying of suicide. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, because it was happening when the Clintons were in. And, and... Yeah, it was like every other month there was it. You know, like all the uh, all of the agents who died in Waco. I think there were three agents who died in Waco. Isn't that three? right? I, I don't remember. That seems to be it. All three of them were ex-Clinton bodyguards. <clears throat> huh. Uh. U.S. government data reveals shocking miscarriage, stillbirth rates after COVID jab compared to the flu's vaccine. So I guess if, so I guess they're recording the problems that seem to be linked to the vaccine with the problems linked to a flu vaccine. If there are problems linked to flu vaccine, why are they giving it to pregnant women? Yeah. Um, I didn't even know there were any problems, but they're saying 1,200 fold increase in menstrual abnormalities. That's, you know, the second they came out with this vaccine, Vicky was harping about uh, fertility problems. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I didn't believe her. I just said, we don't, you can't just say that. We don't know that, yeah, you know, yeah. you can't just make claims, but it, it turns to, out she is right. I don't. It's not that she had any secret data or anything, but yeah, it, it's it's causing uh, fertility problems all over the place. DeSantis officially dissolves Disney's special tax designation. All right, there it is. I don't understand the special tax de- designation anyway, but it looks like they like make some of their own laws and stuff, and they they're self 
they have a self-governing status. Um, I don't. I don't get that. I don't see how they end, got that. Well, I don't know about the self-governing. They they were exempt from s- state regulatory regulatory reviews and approvals. Oh wow! Okay. They were uh, exempt from building code, Florida building codes. I didn't know that. And, and is, fire prevention codes. But this is all as a part of a tax designation. Yeah. That, that, that to me is weird because what would the that should have never happened they shouldn't have never gotten that yeah. I mean I, why would any I understand I don't care how big they are I understand giving a company like like a okay you're gonna bring so much money into our economy that we're gonna give you a tax break for five years or for right. 10 years or that's what normal people but do it's only the money unless you're you uh, say, and by the way AOC you don't have to uh, comply with, with you don't have to make your building safe and stuff like that remember AOC uh, when oh yeah, when, uh, was it Amazon? Uh, Amazon, yeah, New York or whatever. The... <laughs> that was so clown world. It just well, now that we're not giving so it to weird. Amazon. We should take that money and give it to the poor. <laughs> <laughs> what money? You mean the money you're not going to collect? <laughs> Idiot! Go put your dunce cap on. <laughs> uh, McCarrick, remember McCarrick? Mm-hmm. He is asking to be dismissed of sex abuse case because of worsening dementia. So I, I don't think. Nope. I don't think it should happen. Nope. Uh, so you got dementia and you don't know why you're standing in court or you don't know why you're standing in jail. Too bad. So what? Did them kids know why they were why you were doing that to yep. them? Too bad. They shouldn't give them an inch. Uh, Virginia Republicans derail an amendment. To enshrine the right to abortion. So good oh, job, awesome. Virginia Republicans. Uh, major victory for the pro-life world. A court upholds pregnancy, pregnancy centers' First Amendment rights. Apparently, pregnancy centers in New York, the abortion clinics thought that they should have pro-abortion people employed there to talk to women who came in. Yeah, I know about abortions. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Nope, that's not our mission. Okay, do you have and, pro-life people uh, in abortion yeah. clinics? <laughs> do, you, do you employ some sidewalk counselors? Yeah. <clears throat> all right, that's all the news I have. All right. Well, I got a little bit. Um, all right. Actually, I'm... Oh, shoot. My, uh, what? my email, like, logged out while we were talking. Let me get logged back in. Oh, Okay. I better close some of these windows. Whoops. You got it yet? Yeah, here we go. Calligrapher? Yep. All right. So, yeah, the, um, I guess <clears throat> there's this news story about, um, like, if you don't like your autograph, um, people are hiring someone to, to, like, come up with a new look for their signature that... I guess the, then you have to, to teach yourself how to how to do. Yeah, I know. I mean, if somebody this the point of a signature is it's it's what you do naturally when you're writing your name, and it's like I don't even have a signature. I just draw a wavy line. Me too. Those digital signature pads. It's just like yeah, uh, they never look like what you put on there anyway. Yeah, I, no. those things are a joke. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it, but it's like, well, wait, wait a minute. It's like, so you're hiring a calligrapher to give your, uh, signature a facelift. Um, what if you like hired them and then you found out that 
that 300 other people in, in you know in your area have the same kind of facelift in their signature. Yeah, are they copyrighted or trademarked? I get what would it I, I guess it would be a trademark. Yeah, it, a, yeah, it would be a trademark. I guess. Trademark for I don't, Eric. I don't trademark Eric's trademark. <laughs> well, if you paid someone then you would want to do that. Yeah. How much are they paying them? Fifty five bucks. She's ten she and fifty five bucks. dollars. Does she get business? Minimum of 300 custom signatures per month. I guess one of the things, I guess, I guess part of it could be like, okay, I'm going to come up with your signature and it's not something you're going to have to ever write. I will send you the signature and then you can maybe have a rubber stamp made out of it or something like that. Right. That, that's what makes the most sense to me. I don't, I don't actually see that written, but. Or, well, also it would be just a, uh, um, Oh, well, she, she drums up business on TikTok. She provides stencils and templates so that they can practice it. Yeah. She drums up business on TikTok. Ah, okay. So, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Hey, it takes all kind to make a world, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Even dumb ones. Not that she's, she's dumb. Not. I'm not I, insulting she's, her. She's actually, I'm insulting any one of her customers. No, I mean, I, exactly. That's that's the point. I think I think she herself is is uh, rather uh, crafty here. Um, yeah. But now that she's in the news, she should raise her price. That's true. You know, that's true. I mean, she could make even more money. I, I like something like that. Let's say I was doing that. I would worry. There's only so many stupid people in the world, you know. Oh, yeah. like, Eventually, I, I would run out of mm-hmm. I would run out of customers. But I don't think there's a shortage nowadays. <laughs> especially, especially with uh, COVID around, it seems to make everybody dumb. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, in New York, um, they wanted a uh, Jackie Robinson. Robinson Parkway. Uh, Jackie Robinson is a baseball Hall of Famer, but somebody spelled the sign Jakey Robinson. <laughs> Jakey. That's Jakey. <laughs> well, the thing is, that's what I've, I mean, a lot of times when he was younger, I would call my son Jakey. His name is Jake, Jacob. Yeah, I know. You know, but, um, kind of a, you know, affectionate diminutive or whatever, but Jakey Robinson. My, <laughs> my wife when she wants to say something is uh, nerdy, uh-huh. she says, that's Jakey. <laughs> Not in connection with your son, but no. she was doing this the day I met her. She would say, I don't want to do that. That's Jakey. <laughs> I said, what is... I remember ask, having the conversation, what is Jakey? Where'd you get this... I don't know. It's something people say, and I'm like, nobody says that except you. <laughs> But Jackie Robinson is now Jakey Robinson. Robinson. I wonder how big the sign is. Well, they've got the picture there. You can well, it's no, an but insert. that's a, it's an inset in the thing. So yeah, so I don't know how uh, big it actually is. Um, they've got they've got it. I if can't you find the down a little okay. bit. They've got it on the. You can see it on the post. So it's like one of those standard, um, like the signs that announce. Like a, a coming junction or something like that. The, the white ones on the side, not the big green ones. Yeah. Here, let's show this to since we can do this. Oh yeah, um, we, can, we, can act, we can share it and uh, show it. Here. 
There we go. Jakey Robinson. That's the only picture they have. Well, there, that looks a little bit better. I'm not seeing anything. Um, oh, yeah, scroll down a little bit. That one. Oh, there we go. That's, that's what I was talking about. Okay. So. That's not real big. It's not huge, but it's it's like, you know. If I lived in that area, I would definitely steal that sign. <laughs> well, you'd be doing them a favor. Give them a chance to correct it. You would be doing them a favor, but um, you'd also have a little piece of history. I'll bet someday it would be worth money. That's true. All right. Whoops. <clears throat> Only in New York. Uh, see, now I don't know how to stop. Now I don't know stop how to sharing. stop sharing. Oh, down where you share, there should be a little... Like an stop. X there it is. Or, okay. All right. I'll get ready to share these other ones, too. Okay. That works. Uh, next. Okay. So, you've seen, like, when there's a whole lot of pollen in the air, and a bunch of it gets on, like, on the surface of a car or something like that. Kind of like a yellowish yeah, powder. exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently, the... Department of Environmental Protection in West Virginia um, didn't know what to make of it. They had to go and collect samples and analyze it before concluding that it was pollen. I mean, how long have they been... How long have they been alive in the United States? The Midwest, at least. I mean, somebody somebody brought it to their attention and said, what's this yellow dust? Mm -hmm. And someone in the office had to say, I don't know what that is. Let's find out. In all of that, didn't somebody say, oh, it's just pollen, guys. Um, Dust storms, dust from storms in Texas, New Mexico, traveled east through Ohio, Michigan, Kentucky on Thursday, according to satellite images captured by NOAA. But I don't understand. But it was West Virginia who didn't know what it was. Yeah. But why, what does that have to do? I mean... There's pollen in West Virginia yeah, as well. Exactly. That's that's my point. It's like, come on, this is so dumb. Maybe there's not that much pollen there. I mean, there's a lot of forestry there. There's probably not a lot of flowering flowering trees. Forestry. Um, also, you do notice that these past month, or maybe even two months, the wind has been a lot worse. Is it just me? No, I have noticed that. It's like every day there's a windstorm. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's starting to worry me. It's blowing crap off my roof and I need a new roof and I, I don't like all this wind. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next. Oh, I just, this made me think of you because of your coffee. I wondered if this would get you to give up coffee for Lent if, if you had to drink this kind. What? Where are we? Starbucks coffee. Oh, okay. Starbucks, introducing Starbucks Oleado. Oleado. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get well, it. Well, you know what? O- Oleo is like a bread oh. made with olive oil. Okay. So, coffee meets olive oil. Welcome to an experience like no other. Your coffee ritual will uh, uplift it. And, you know, I never liked olive oil. I don't like skinny girls. <laughs> But Took I don't. Me a minute to get the connection. Coffee meets olive oil. I don't. I mean, what do they just pour olive oil in your coffee? That sounds or gross. They, I don't know. It, it does sound gross. Of course, you know, some people would say uh, pouring olive oil in your drink is gross too. But they have. Here's the thing. I I'm curious enough to wonder what it tastes like, except. 
I don't like Starbucks. I hate Starbucks. Have you tasted their regular coffee? Um, no, I I don't I don't really do Starbucks. I don't go to Starbucks. Actually, you might like it. Is it kind of? It's a little strong? bit stronger, but aside from being strong, it's burnt. If you want to know what like Starbucks it. tastes like, um, make a pot of coffee and come back the next morning and drink it. That's Starbucks. It's old burnt coffee. That's exactly like what it, I think coffee. they burn the the nuts before yeah. the coffee beans, and that's how they make Starbucks. It to me, it tastes that bad. Well, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, oh, so this next one, I might, I might present this one. Um, so this, I'm gonna present. Maybe. There we go. All right, you see it? Yeah, there we go. Okay. I'm hundred. So this is a Reichsbank note. Uh, this was uh, printed by the Reichsbank in Germany, August 1923. I found this uh, going through some papers in ah. my house. Uh, it's, so this is a real thing that you have. It's a real thing that I have. It's sitting in my, my oh. printer where I scanned it from right now. It's in, unfortunately, oh, wow. it's in three pieces. Uh, and yeah. it is what it appears to be. It is a 100 million mark note. Yeah, which didn't mean anything back then. Well, this, it's it's like possibly the... They had to print those because of inflation. We're about to be printing yeah. million dollar bills, I guarantee this is, it. This is like right after um, uh, World War One, and, and yeah. everybody insisted that... Germany pay for the war basically, and so they were like printing money right and left, and and there were like two months, November and August, or um, August through November, I think, is when they were printing these things, and these things were so worthless that uh, people were like using, they would use them for kindling for fires. Uh, there's a picture of some kids who who glued a bunch of them together and made a kite out of them. <laughs> I heard a story about a guy who uh, you get paid by the day because um, if you got paid by the week at the beginning of the week, your inflation would be so much that uh, those hours you spent getting paid, you had to renegotiate your uh, wages every day because otherwise you'd be getting paid pennies. And um a guy would would go to work and he would walk home with his suitcase full of money. And some guy had a leather suitcase and he got robbed. And the guy dumped the he money the out and took the suitcase. <laughs> yeah, that's how worthless German money was. That's how I, that's we really need to start worrying about this. And nobody seems There's to. There's a story about the guy uh, uh, drinking coffee at. at uh, German restaurant around this time and, and like the first cup of coffee was so much the second cup of coffee was a bunch more because of inflation just between the two cups of coffee and the, the guy who the waiter or whatever who was taking his money said you should have just paid for both cups up front yeah yeah and I mean uh, menus were they didn't print menus because they were changing every day that's how bad inflation was so Anyway, it was kind of, I, I didn't even know that is about neat. any of that until I, I found this and I went and I said, is that really 100 million mark, 100 million marks? And 
so I went and looked it up online and found these. You can get these in, in good shape. This one's, like I said, it's in three pieces. It's not in good shape. But you can yeah. find them in good shape anywhere from like 3 to maybe $9 on eBay. Uh, oh, okay. So, That's pretty yeah. neat. Having one is neat. Finding one is even neater. <laughs> like if I ordered one, well, it'd yeah, be kind of cool. Like, okay, but if but... I found one, hey, look what I yeah. found. That'd be cool. So, anyway, that's all I've got for now. And oh, but we got to do uh, Bible trivia. Hold on. We got to do trivia. Great. Now he has to go get the trivia. I will start the. Uh, By the way, everybody might have noticed I'm, I'm wearing a tie dye shirt as well. Uh, it yeah. is a design courtesy of Eric. Here's a shirt you get. You I, get I should. I should do a tie-dye of the week. <laughs> there you go. This, this is not actually tie-dye. I, it's called... I was going to say, on. it looks kind While of While you're looking up the question, I'm going to uh, look up the name of this. Uh, Shibori. S-H-I-B-O-R-I. Mm-hmm. It's Japanese tie-dye. Um, and this specific design is made when you take cloth and wrap it around something and then take wires and wrap it around that and then scrunch them together and then dye what's there so that you get these weird stripe looking things. I tried... The stripes is where the dye didn't get. That's interesting because what it looks like is that you had a tie-dye shirt and then you have stripes of bleach on it, but that's not it at all. No. The... The the dark is what's dyed, and uh, the everything else is what was under those strings that was pulled real tight. I tried a lot of different ways to do this. Um, I was able to do things like half the shirt would be this, and the other half would be something else because I couldn't find anything to wrap it around. Oh, you have to have. I you could probably use a five gallon bucket, so you you wrap it around the bucket tie string around it, scrunch it together, and then squirt dye on it. But I found a, I don't know, it's a its a big PVC pipe. It's like this big. It's like eight inches in diameter. And I used that. And that's how I made this shirt. Uh, oh, see. yeah. I got to log into. Uh, oh, yeah, log into your AI. Log into the AI and see what he says about it. The die rolled a number one, which is Old Testament. And the question is, whose mother brought to the temple a robe that she had made for him each year? So, must probably a priest. She had made for him each year. So, so probably a probably probably a temple priest, and his mom brought a robe each year that she had made for him, brought it to the temple. Maybe not a priest. Maybe a is this? Well, a priest would be serving at the temple. Is this Old Testament? Yes, Old Testament. What? What's our category? Okay, I I have no idea. Um, Do you want to guess before I hit return? uh, No, I I have to uh, admit ignorance on this one as well. Let's see okay, let's AI see if says. AI figures it out. This sounds like a reference to the story of Samuel, His according to the Hannah. book of One Samuel. Oh yeah, because he brought was a the robe that she had made, wasn't for him. he? 
Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't a priest. He was being raised in the temple. And she went to the temple to make a sacrifice. The story goes that she had been barren and prayed to God for a child, promising she would dedicate him to God's service. And after giving birth to Samuel, she followed through on her promise and brought him to the temple to serve under the high priest, Eli. Yep, okay. And she brought a robe each year. <clears throat> I didn't know that story. Oh, pretty good AI there. I didn't, I yeah. don't, I didn't remember especially that. Especially the, the way we... I've read it. Especially the way we worded it. It's kind of, that's a clumsy way of wording that, yeah. I think. So. All right, well. <clears throat> I like these little... Uh, Bible trivia things, because there's so much, I mean, even when you read the Bible, which I'm on my second time through it, so I've read that particular story twice. Um, I've never read that story. You know, I've never read the Old Testament. Oh, really? Well, I read like the first two books, and then I got... Oh, you get bogged down. They just, they give you name after name, and it's like, all right, I I can't keep track of all these names. Eli, Elijah, Elias... Well, I mean, those are easy when you've got, like, that stuff. But, you know, I've got – I'll hold it up here. So if you can see, can you make out that I have parts of the page, like, marked and starred and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, those are sections that I've been marking as I go along this second time through. The third time that I read, I will skip those. Because it's you're like, stuff all right, like I've already. It's like, okay, this is this is a uh, a list of the houses that were counted when they did this, you know, count of the fighting men for Israel, and I don't need to, you know, that there's nothing that I'm going to get, you know, no kind of illumination that I'm going to get from that. Or here's how the land was divided up. This tribe's land started at this point and went west to here and south to there and, and so forth. I'm not going to. Um, what if you lose your Bible? Well, then I may be in a. Then you have to reread it all. I have to reread it all. That's okay. Well, you know that'll be God punishing me for marking up my Bible like that. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, but I I think someday you're gonna happen to you're gonna look at one of those sections you marked out, and then you're gonna be like, oh wait a minute, I didn't get it the first time. I totally missed that. That could be. That could be. And and when God's ready for me to do that, he'll have me lose my Bible. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, uh, I think that's all we got. Yep. Think about what we said. And as always. Go raw and circle the beads. Bye, everyone. Uh, thanks, folks. I'm going to mute my mic now.